Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Went through and listed out the top seven most common type of offers. We're going to lay that out for you in real simple fashion here today. So there's no confusion whatsoever going forward as to what ad type works with what type of offer. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome to Perpetual Traffic episode number 105. Have you ever sat down, looked at your computer, and you're in a situation where you're getting ready to create a new Facebook ad campaign? Might be your first campaign, might be your 100th or 1,000th, but you get there and you're stuck and you're like, okay, I hear about short copy ads and long copy ads, and I hear about video ads and image ads and lead ads and messenger ads and all this stuff, and I don't know what the heck ad type I should choose. That's you. If you've ever been in that situation, I think you're going to like this episode today. We're going to take you through the Facebook ad map and walk you through how we decide on which type of ad, how long of ad copy or text that you should put in the post area and really give you a map that you can follow and have a great starting point. Today is Ralph and myself, Molly and the DM team are down under. Australia on a road show, doing some uh, cool talks, presentations. And Ralph, it's you and me today. How you doing? It's just us kids. We're going to get into some trouble today. Yeah, we are. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about when to use which type of ad and where and when and why and what the rationale is behind each type of ad. And we're going to have a download for you guys via this episode here that actually helps you map it out called the Facebook ad map, which does a really good job of showing you exactly what type of ad is used in what occasion. We're going to lay that out for you in real simple fashion here today. So there's no confusion whatsoever going forward as to what ad type works with what type of offer. We've created the download for you. So if you go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash ad map, you can download this little chart. 
We'll have a link as well in the show notes, dominatewebmedia.com forward slash ad map. This was created using the 80-20 principle. Okay, we're always trying to figure out what's the 20% that we can do that will create 80% of the results. And so we went through and listed out the top seven most common type of offers or destinations. Maybe it's a blog or an article that you're driving traffic to. Maybe it's a, a coupon offer for a local business. Maybe it's a lead magnet, checklist, swipe file, sheet sheet, etc. And then maybe you're running just warm traffic or maybe you're actually targeting cold audiences as well directly to your core product. So the way that we have listed these out, we've got seven of them and they're ranked in reverse order of level of buying commitment, level of action required, what somebody has to give you in order to get what you're offering. Yeah. The level of buying commitment is a relative term. So think about buying as buying into whatever it is that you're offering. That's the depth of the ask. So to get somebody to watch a video or to click to read a blog article is a pretty small ask. It's click this thing and then you go and you read the thing on your site all the way up to a higher level of commitment or the highest level of commitment is to purchase your core product. And maybe your core product is several thousand dollars. Maybe it's several hundred dollars. So the depth of your ask really is the determining factor as to what type of ad you want to put in front of that audience. And, and I think we're going to clearly articulate that today. There's always going to be exceptions to this. Always, always, always. But you know, I think for the vast majority of folks who are listening to the show here is that you want the 80-20. You want the easy button. You know, tell me what to do when I'm doing this. Well, I think you're going to get it in this episode. So why don't we get right into it? All right. So let's hit number one. So number one is view ungated content. So this is basically a blog post or an article. And so your goal is to get them to read that, or maybe it's a video that's on your website and they don't have to give you anything in exchange. They don't have to opt in, give you their email. They don't have to buy anything. So that's why we call it kind of ungated. It's not protected. So we've got short copy link post ad, long copy link post ad, and video ad. And you might be thinking, wait a second, there's way more ad types than that. What's going on here? And what the heck's a link post ad? Well, first of all, a link post ad is, is sort of a slang term. Page post, a link ad is maybe the official definition in Facebook. But this is the most common ad that you see. And it's when you see an image, it's just an ad. It's not a video ad. It's an ad where the image is a clickable link. Yeah. I mean, when you post something on your page, you can basically have your image clickable to a URL or not. If you make the image in your post 1200 by 628 pixels, then that image will then be clickable. That's why we call it a link post ad because it links back to an offsite website URL. But you can also post as an image ad. So there is a difference between the two, link post and image ads. And we're not recommending image ads on any of these here, although we do use them in some cases. But an image ad might be a different shape. 
It might be 600 by 600 as a image that you just upload. And what happens in those types of ads is that when you click on that image, it opens up to a secondary screen on your desktop. And then after that, you've got to click either, you know, the button that's in the post or a call to action button. So I think just for the sake of argument here, a link post ad is the, the most common image ad that you see and the one that Facebook recommends when you're doing website conversion objective campaigns. And we're not going to go into what objective you should be using in your campaigns. In most cases, we are using the website conversions objective. Okay, there's going to be times where you're going to use page post engagement, you're going to boost a post and all those things. And so the strategy, though, that we're talking about today, it stays the same, whether you test a different objective or not. If you're using video views and you want to test that against website conversions, you're still going to use the same strategies as far as long copy, short copy, video ad that we're giving you in this kind of map, this formula today. Once again, you can go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash ad map. And we have a check mark, which is the one that we recommend. So the check mark in this case is in column one, which is short copy link post ad. Yeah, so a short copy link post ad, just for people who may or may not be aware of this, is on the desktop newsfeed, if you write too much ad copy and it, it cuts off at a certain point, basically at about the eighth or ninth line of ad copy, if you were to write continuously for eight or nine lines, just about the eighth or ninth line, then all of a sudden Facebook cuts it off and it puts in a see more which, you know, is basically it gives an ellipsis and then it says see more. Ellipsis is the dot, dot, dot thingy that they show continuation on. So anything that's above eight or nine lines is what we would consider short copy ad, just because it, it stays within the actual newsfeed and uh, on mobile as well as desktop. It's about the same length. So it depends on what type of phone the person is actually viewing it on, whether or not it's a larger you know phone or whether it's an Android or whether it's an iPhone. You know, in the case of one of my buddies, his flip phone probably wouldn't really work in this case. Um, but uh, nonetheless, not calling any names, Warren Dimmick. I see you, Warren. <laughs> yeah, Warren. Call out on the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. A short copy ad is basically anything that you don't have to click to see more of the ad copy. So you'll see exactly where it is when you're actually creating an ad inside Power Editor or Ads Manager. So it's about that seventh, eighth, ninth line, sort of depending on, on how you're viewing things. So anyway, so that is what we call a short copy ad. So you don't have to click to see more of the post copy, but you can write everything. Your, your compelling ad copy is right there, completely 100% viewable. And then we've got a long copy link post ad. So this is basically anything that goes past that see more point or on the mobile news feed, sometimes it's just more. It's an ellipsis, the dot, 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 then more. So in order for people to read your ad copy past that more point, they have to click more and then it opens up in their phone or on their desktop and they can see the rest of what it is that you wrote in that post copy section. And the post copy section is just that first chunk of copy above the image or above the video or whatever it happens to be, depending on what type of ad that you're running. So long copy, we find it really, really useful in some cases, which we'll go through here. We also have a variant of that called long ass copy, which is two, 3,000 words, which we use in you know certain circumstances. But I think for the purposes of this show here, just anything that goes past the see more button is long copy. And then the last one is simply a video ad. So this has nothing to do really with the copy length per se, but it's a different type of ad that we found is really, really effective when the, the depth of your ask is greater than maybe just viewing content or viewing a video. Maybe it's 
you know, to purchase your core offer, your core product, or maybe it's a low priced offer, or maybe it's a webinar, that kind of thing. So we'll get into when to really use video ads and when to not use video ads and, and you know, when they're not really as appropriate. But video ads, if you have uh, any questions on video ads, make sure you go back to episode 67 and 68 goes through the three-step video ad formula, which Keith and I go through in two episodes, which is sort of a cornerstone, a landmark episode for anyone listens to this podcast, just because those types of ads are just so darn effective, especially to cold traffic. Number two is a local business offer. So let's say you're offering a, a buy one, get one free to come into your restaurant, you know, or a free appetizer or any type of coupon. Maybe it's a seven days free at your gym. Typically with this type of offer, because when you do a local offer like this, it's usually a, an irresistible offer. It's kind of a, an impulse and people will share that and then you don't need to sell it too hard, right? Because it's a great offer. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to ungated content, I mean, you don't want them to be reading your, your post on Facebook. You want them to get off Facebook and intrigue them enough to click and go to that ungated content. Just like with a video ad, like a video ad, you want people to watch the video. So you don't have to write a whole lot in your post copy space in order to get somebody or prompt them to the next step. That's really what you're trying to do. So when, when all is said and done in ad copywriting, your first line, your, your headline in many cases, and in this case, we call the post copy sort of your first line because the headline is considered the space that's underneath either the video or the image or the link post. Um, so that first line of copy, the goal of that is to get people to read the second line. And the goal of the second line is to get them to read the third line. And the goal of the third line and so on and so on and so forth. So ultimately, to a conversion, which is the final yes in that whole sequence. So to get someone to consume your content, you really just want them to click to the next step, which, you know, short copy does that really effectively. And we tend to use questions a lot. The importance of a really, really good question to hook people in that first line of post copy. And I would highly recommend that if you're using short copy, even for ungated content or for, you know, a local business coupon, really think about your avatar. What's their biggest pain point? Like what's keeping them up at night? What do they want the absolute most? What's their deepest desire that your product or service or your next step is going to fulfill on? Ask a question about that. Make sure that you stay within Facebook policy guidelines right. <laughs> and so forth. So you got to be careful there, but but it's really important. So short copy posts are really, really effective, especially if you hit them right between the eyes with that big pain point of that big desire. When you're using curiosity-based hooks, this is something that I think that a lot of people that are traditional hardcore direct response marketers out there are, are misguiding on and why sometimes they get good early results, but they don't last. Your goal with line one is to get them to read line two or to get them to take the next action you want. But you also always have to keep in your mind what impact, what psychological impact are you making on that person? What Are, are you making them feel like their hands are dirty if they're going to click through when they leave? Or are you making them feel good by reading your, your content? So there's always a long-term effect with your Facebook ads. Because remember, a lot of times people do not have intent so they might need to see your ad multiple times. 
All right, let's move on to three. Three is very similar as two. It's it's download a lead magnet, just like a, a simple lead magnet, right? A checklist, a swipe file, cheat sheets. And this is same thing, short copy, link post, ad. If your offer is really, really good, it's an irresistible offer, then you don't need a lot of copy because the offer says it all. Number four is a quiz or a survey funnel assessment. This is another one where you're really leading with kind of curiosity and almost three or four could be reversed depending on the situation. You know, the quiz survey funnel is very engaging and you don't need a lot of copy in that case. It kind of depends on what your ask is after the survey. Sometimes you might find that people are finishing your survey, but they're not continuing on. And in that case, you might have to have more in your ad copy or do a video to really build up that desire to not only just fill out the quiz based on curiosity, but to fill out the quiz because they want to get the results and learn more. So you can actually do that in your ad copy if you're strategic. I think this is something that people tend to forget sometimes just because they want to get a quick cheap click, cheap yeah. clicks, cheap leads, which yep. is great. And I mean, I think, you know, we've even had customers that have been focused on this. So it'll just get me dollar leads and then I'll get them to convert after the fact in our email sequence. And in some cases, it just doesn't work that way that you really do need to almost pre-sell them in the newsfeed and maybe pay more per lead because they now see that person or, or there's a continuation of the story from a video in the newsfeed for a quiz or a survey funnel that is then continued on after they complete the quiz. And then that's where the pitch happens. Like, hey, you know, here is the answer to your quiz. You fall into this category and here are five solutions for that. And oh, by the way, if you don't want those five solutions that you can get at your local grocery store, we just so happen to have this thing for you here, which we're going to offer to you today free, plus all you pay is shipping. So in that case, yeah, I mean, if you put a video ad at the beginning of that, and then you put a video at the end on your thank you page, you have this uh, uniformity from one to the next. So you might pay more per lead, but you end up converting better and creating lifelong customers. To your point, Keith, like everything that they view, that's a reflection on you as a business. So it's, it's important to keep that consistent, you know, not only from a conversion standpoint, but also from a brand standpoint. Absolutely. It's like, go back to the party, right? Facebook's the online version of the party. How many times have you been to party or any social gathering and somebody introduced you to somebody and you met that person and you just had that instant kind of like, ah, didn't know what it was, but you just, you had a bad feeling about that person. You didn't trust yep. them, right? First impressions make a massive difference, right? There's no, nothing different about your Facebook ads. So sometimes just getting a cheap lead isn't the best thing in the long run because you want to make that good first impression. Roy H. Williams, your mentor, your first love. Yes. Roy H. Williams, everything always leads back to him. He talks about the impression and the impact that your ads are making to those people, those users, those viewers that don't click and don't watch your video or don't really consume the content, but they, they just subtly do and subconsciously see it. That's a big deal. So that's, that's always be thinking about that. We're giving you some subtle little uh, ninja tips here as we go along. Yes. I mean, the quiz survey funnel one is one that you can use short copy. You can use longer copy. You can also use a video ad. We've used all three 
and we tend to sort of defer maybe a little bit more to the right-hand side of the ad map just because we know in a survey funnel there's typically a product or some kind of ask at the end of it. And that could be said for every one of these too. Like if you've got a lead magnet that is a downloadable cheat sheet or a workbook or whatever it happens to be, but then on the the thank you page after they opt in, you're inviting them to a webinar or to an online training, or maybe you're offering them some kind of low price product, you know, with a video on that page, you might want to consider a video ad in the newsfeed. So we've got that one blacked out as short copy, but we've got it grayed out as video ad and long copy too. So, you know, if you 80, 20 of this definitely, you know, err towards the side of like the darker check marks and the Facebook ad map, but uh, all of these can be changed and altered. Just the quickest path to success is the, is the ones that we're telling you here. Number five, number five is attend a webinar, a Zoom meeting, a Facebook Live, yeah. you know, a seminar, whatever it is. And think about the people, if you're targeting an audience, a lot of people out there, especially when you get into the people that are more successful, they start to value their time more than their money. So if you're asking somebody to go and register and then block off an hour to two hours of their day, the next day or later that day or whenever, then that's no different. And sometimes that's actually a bigger ask, depending on the person, than asking them to pull out their wallet. So this yeah. is why we have the middle, at least long copy or video ad checked. This is what I think Ryan Dice would consider, although they're not really calling this uh, the same way anymore. This would be like a tripwire offer, like a low priced product, maybe something that's under $20 or so, $7, $17, whatever it happens to be. It would be equivalent to the ask for getting somebody on a webinar. Now, depending on your market, like in our market, like $7 for me to spend an hour on a webinar, that's not a whole lot of money. Like I value my time more. So it depends on your niche. You really think about your niche. If you're going after executives, <laughs> you know, that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, you're going to have to really convince these people in a solid video ad, chances are, like way over on the right. The depth of the ask is greater for somebody like that because an hour of their time is worth a whole lot more than maybe somebody who isn't making that much money or maybe is out of work or maybe you're looking for some kind of you know stay-at-home way to make some kind of income or whatever your niche happens to be. So think about that too. Your, your, the depth of your ask in your ad is directly related to your avatar, your ideal customer. So think about that before you start putting this together. But typically for us, for attending a webinar to get somebody to, to opt in for a webinar, we typically will go with longer copy stuff that goes past the see more. Sometimes we do long ass copy where we just write an entire like almost blog post in the newsfeed, or we do really short ad copy with a video ad and make sure that the focus of our ad copy is to consume that video because we know if they consume it, then chances are very good that they're going to click and then register for the next step. Right. A lot of times what we'll do is we'll take that, maybe an article, maybe somebody wrote already wrote a blog and we'll say, hey, let's take that article that you wrote. It really does a great job of making people aware of the problem and transitioning into why you built your solution and how that solution helps them. A lot of times what we'll do is we'll put that whole thing pretty much into the ad copy itself. Yep. And then guess what? That might also be the same basic outline as a video ad. So you've kind of already done the hard work for you. And remember, it's not always about getting the webinar registration. It's about getting the registration and getting them to show up and want to pay attention and want to open your emails. That's what you want. That's what you really want. 
Yeah, and those longer copy posts, which is like in this case is longer copy link post ad. I think we kind of stumbled on this. I forget how it all kind of came about, but I know from my perspective, it's it's very hard sometimes to get customers to do a video ad exactly the way that we want them. So what we'll do is we'll take a piece of their content and either use that as a rough script for a video or just take the blog post that all that content might be thousand words and then we'll rework it and and kind of rearrange it inside the post copy and produce that as a part of the way to convince those people to attend a webinar or even a number six, which is, you know, claim their free plus shipping offer. Uh, we use that all the time. And that for something that's that long, we, we do refer to that as long ass copy just because it, I don't even know if Facebook has a limitation of how many characters you can put in post copy because <laughs> we keep writing. It's, I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think if they do. But you have to realize though, there is a point. I don't know what it, I don't know where it is. Yeah. But there's a point where when you click to see more, it'll pop open into a new tab. If it's too long. So sometimes I like to try to get long enough where it doesn't do that because it throws off the user experience. That actually would be a killer test, huh? It would be. Basically what you would do is you would just try to get it. So it's the same exact ad copy, but you're just like one or two words different. So one, you know, clicks into the new tab and then one doesn't. And then you just have the split test. Boom. There you go. Somebody out there, do it. Send somebody on the agency team. let's, Let's test it and uh, see what happens. We'll have to throw that into the Vlad ad lab. Yeah, baby. Let's go on to number six, which is a claim a free plus shipping offer. So there's a few different varieties of this. This is basically an impulse buy, a tripwire, right? This is something typically would be less than $20. And maybe you're, you're positioning it as it's free, plus they pay for shipping and handling. Maybe it's a, a supplement Maybe it's a free trial, but then they still pay for the shipping. Maybe it's a free trial, but but then they pay after seven days or 30 days. I would consider, even though they're not putting out their wallet to pay anything up front, they're still giving you their credit card, okay? I would put that in the same arena here, free book plus shipping. So it's the same as number five, really. We always recommend starting with long copy or a video ad. If you're somebody that is looking to generate appointments, software demos, book a strategy call, something like that. That's going to be right here around like five, six, or seven. You know what I mean? Uh, A lot of times I would say, if you're trying to book a strategy call, just build an evergreen webinar and and make that your offer at the end of your webinar. Don't try to get them to do that right from Facebook, right? Mm, Agreed. Or maybe you're trying to get them to opt in to watch a video. And then at the end of that, you're actually asking them to book an appointment. So most cases, we don't recommend doing that right from Facebook unless it's a warm audience. Or unless you just have something that's very, very, it's a huge pain point, you know, for people. And so uh, you might be able to go right from Facebook to to an appointment, uh, but that's going to be in the same area here. It's going to be long copy or video ad for sure. There's no way I would try to do a short copy right to a, a page to, to book an appointment. No. You know, but can you do that? Of course you can. If you've got a really good video, you got a really good sales page on, on the landing page, you know what I mean? Like if you've got a great high converting page, then... Sometimes you just got to get started. And so that's why this is not like the ultimate, you have to do it this way. This is a guide for you, all right, to give you a map to start with. So, yeah, for sure. So number six, so to, to claim a, a free plus shipping offer, I mean, that's, you're taking out your wallet. There's a high degree of ask, so to speak. I would submit that getting on the phone for a consult call, I'm doing my little air quotes, meaning, you know, get on the call with a salesperson 
is probably a higher degree of ask than registering for a webinar where you may or may not attend. I mean, typically, you know, uh, show up rates are somewhat abysmal in the online world and they're going down quite a bit. But I mean, if you're getting 30% of your signups to show up for your webinar and actually last throughout the entire thing for, you know, anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half or maybe less 45 minutes, you're doing pretty good. So, I mean, uh, so something like this, I think you really do need to put a, a really strong video ad using the three-step video ad formula in place to get something like this. The, the alternative to this also is that for a free plus shipping offer, if it's just a cool novelty item, it's just something cool, you just want them to just get this thing and it's something that they hadn't seen before. We have a customer right now that sells physical products you know, with a one cent offer and the products are just freaking cool. Like who wouldn't want them? And it's a total impulse buy. So we use a video ad there. We don't use the three-step video ad formula, which is typically longer videos, maybe four to six to eight, maybe even up to 15 minutes in length. These are short ones. They're under 60 seconds. They just show how cool the thing is and how it's being used. And, you know, future paces the person into saying, hey, you'd be awfully cool if you had this thing. So just get it right now for a penny. So a video ad works really well for that. Um, and that's really the only type of ad that we use for that. So think about the depth of your ask once again. I mean, that's a penny offer. You don't need a 19-minute video to show them this thing they're going to get for a penny. Just show them a 30, 60-second video or, you know, maybe something that's uh, maybe a long copy post uh, that just explains how cool the thing is. And they should just go buy it right now. All right, let's hit number seven. Number seven is purchase your product. So this might be a $99 product. Maybe it's a recurring subscription for a $67 a month software or supplement that they send you every single month. Maybe it's a $500 product or a $1,000 product. This is kind of your core main offer, or maybe it's your front end offer. Maybe it's a $47 product, which is the, the first offer that they get after they opt in here in maybe a health and wellness space. So this goes across the board, but typically, if you're trying to get them to purchase a product, we recommend a video ad it's on the right side, and typically a, a longer, like a content-rich video ad, uh, like Ralph was just kind of talking about there. So can you use a longer copy? Absolutely. That one is gray. As far as if you're wondering, should I target cold audiences or warm audiences? That totally depends on your product. We have some clients that we are targeting huge, huge, broad, cold audiences directly driving traffic from cold traffic to $60 a month products and they are converting, but they're very well done video ads that are high value that people share the heck out of. So if it's a $500 product, then I wouldn't recommend doing that probably to cold audiences at all. Going back to our original premise here, I mean, the level of buying commitment, the, the depth of the ask, you know, if you've got something that's over, I would submit a, a, a regular product as something over the 20 to $40 range like that. All of a sudden, it's no longer sort of an impulse buy anymore. And we have a, a number of customers that sell directly on Facebook using that three-step video ad formula, get their attention, then give them super high value content, and then transition to your pitch at the end, which is the logical next step. So it might be showing them, demonstrating something, informing, entertaining, educating in that sort of middle section, you know, once again, going back to episode 67 and 68. Um, but then you transition to the next logical step. And, uh, you know, those are the best types of video ads, especially if you're talking about products that are, you know, over that $50 or $40 range 
range, you, you really do need to sell it. And, and I, when I say sell it, meaning you need to give value up front. You need to show people you can help them by actually helping them and then saying, hey, you know, your next logical step is to get this thing, which I've engineered here, which is going to help you do all these benefits. So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty straightforward formula, very hard to perfect. I will say that. It's not like just throw it up there and be done with it because every market is different. And this is the stuff that we probably work on the most inside the agency is really crafting these types of things to convince people, but educating them at the same time. Um, but still, it's a very effective formula, especially if you want to go straight from cold traffic to purchasing your full price product. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of consulting days or consulting time or with, with either coaching clients or a lot of agency clients where we've spent hours and hours with them. And some of these people are are video experts like yeah. in the industry that we've worked with to massage that strategy to work with Facebook. So don't panic if you do this and it doesn't work right away. I'd say join our Navigator coaching program if you really want to get it to work. One thing I want to add to this is if you're somebody that does Facebook Lives, if you're starting to do more Facebook Lives instead of webinars, just use it, implement it. You know what I mean? If you do a Facebook Live and it's a great one, run that as an ad. You know, maybe you're doing that instead of a webinar for a while to some people. Obviously, you have other issues. You can't add them to your autoresponder. There's ways you can do that too, sort of. You can just send them reminder emails. But the point is, is maybe you do a 15-minute one and, and it's a, an amazing one that's got lots of engagement and you've scripted it out pretty well where it's the same basic formula as maybe a six-minute video ad would have been. And you can try running that to right to your, your product. The thing about Facebook Lives, I'm not going to give you a formula on that. I'm just going to tell you to do them because they work and run ads evergreen to those that you do well. And the more you do, the better you get. And we're going to be doing more and more over here as well. So other than that, let's quickly run through them. Real quick recap. One through seven is uh, view uh, content, basically. So read a blog or an article. And the check box is in number one, short copy and link post ad. Number two, claim a local business kind of coupon or offer. And it's going to be short copy link post ad. Number three, download super simple lead magnet, checklist, swipe file, etc. short copy. And number four, quiz survey funnel. We really have all three checked because it depends on your situation. Number five is a webinar. And that's going to be a long copy or a video ad. Number six is a free plus shipping offer. That's going to be a long copy link post ad or a video ad. And number seven is purchase your product. And that's going to be a video ad. And that's it. Yeah. Once again, it's just that simple. Boom, baby. Once again, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 105. And if you want to download this, uh, this ad map and along with some examples, you can go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash ad map. That's it for today. We'll see you next week. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. See you. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Grant, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.
John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.